the topic. No. <laughs> Just comment on the hot on the title. Do I say title? No. Cinema sideline. The issue is primary elections. And my question is, do you think Arizona House Representative Ruben Gallego will challenge Senator Kirsten Cinema in the 2024 election? Welcome to Political Playlist. <laughs> All right. Are we ready, guys? Happy hour. Happy, Happy hour. hour. <laughs> Welcome to Political Playlist Happy Hour. I'm Michael Kristoff. I'm Anna Muskie Goldwyn. I'm Anthony Barquette. What are you guys drinking? I got a Manhattan here, and I kind of went fancy on this one. Ooh. Did the whole garnish. I uh, have a, a margarita made with oranges from the tree in my yard. Wow. Man, Hannah, you always have such a great creative drink. I just have a, a scotch. I was kind of in a rush. It's a simple today, man. So. You're really simple the Martha man. Stewart of this trio. You're oh, like, I was you, just, Michael. I was peddling around my garden. Today. Oh, 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 you're talking about <laughs> oh, sorry. Anna. I thought I was me. Oh, uh, was that not thought, clear? Uh, uh, yeah. No, 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 I meant Anthony. Compliment. I meant Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get to this uh, issue and this question that you raised, Anthony. Tell us about it. What are we, what are we talking about here? Yeah. So the question here again is, will Ruben Gallego challenge Senator Kirsten Cinema in the 2024 election. Who everyone just loves these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the reason I'm bringing that this up is one, people are really starting to talk about the 2022 elections, but also Kirsten Cinema has been dragged through the press. She's pissing off a lot of people right she's now. She's a little kooky. Yeah. Yeah. She's a little kooky, Kristen. And Kirsten. so just to Kirsten, just to Kirsten. sort of give some context here. Uh, we are talking about a potential primary challenger to Kirsten Cinema for the 2024 Senate. Correct. And it's because progressive Democrats, I mean, not even progressive Democrats, most Democrats, except maybe the most moderate, are pretty peeved with her mm -hmm. dealing with the Build Back Better Act, among other things, but specifically that. Yeah. I mean, Anna, you sort of hit the nail on the head. That's one of them. She also voted against raising minimum wage in the COVID mm -hmm, right. relief bill. Mm -hmm. She's opposed to the filibuster, Voting Rights Act. She's really she was opposed this, to the Voting Rights Act? She didn't really participate as much as she should have. She wasn't like a um, deal maker in it. Yeah. She's become this massive pivotal role in the this Senate that's divided, right? But now because of that, a lot of people are going against her. As we always like to do, enter Ruben Gallego. Yes. Is that the scene? So, Is that the he's scene? stirring yes. up some shit. I kind of like it. So he's a former Marine deployed in Iraq. One of the battalions, which was actually the one that experienced some of the most casualties in combat. Wow. He actually wrote a book. They called us lucky, the life hmm. and the afterlife of the Iraq war's hardest hit unit. He's the son of Colombian and Mexican immigrants. He went to Harvard, but he's... You know, not that type of Harvard person. He's a little... Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know he went to Harvard. He's a very authentic, down-to-earth politician. Mm -hmm. So He's also the chair name, of the mm -hmm. House, the Hispanic Caucus, correct? I was just getting to that. Ah, yeah. Beat yeah, him to it. Anna's, um, so the thing you got to know about Anna, Anthony, is that she's 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 on a pace, okay? And, mm -hmm. and you just got to keep up. Yeah, you're you keep you, up the pauses her. between your words are too long. You need to. Yeah, yeah. I, she's, I uh, always feel like I'm two steps behind Anna. It's because you're not grabbing drink ingredients from your garden. 
Anyway, hibiscus notwithstanding, uh, I have a question for you about Ruben. So he's obviously yeah. a congressman, and he was elected in 2018 to the Arizona. Uh, uh, no, he was 2016. actually 2016. Oh, go back, go back one more cycle. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So so, two, so almost a decade. He's Obama era Democrat. So he's sort of a KG vet here. He has some of the lowest voting turnouts. Whoa. In the state. So while he's won, you know, single-handedly his elections, they've actually been pretty low turnouts for the people who are in Arizona and also who are registered as Democrat. I feel like the issue with primaries is that you get the excited base of the party, right? Mm -hmm. But then you don't necessarily, so then the person who is the most Democratic or the most Republican or the most far right or far left or whatever you want to call it tends to be able to win because a lot of the moderate voters are sitting out the primary. So then you get to the general election and the people who, especially in a state like Arizona, turn the election are the moderate voters. Are the moderates. True. So Great I guess, point. Like, when you say that about Ruben, it's like, well, if he hasn't drummed up enough excitement in his own district, maybe he can drum up the excitement amongst more far left Democrats in Arizona, which would win him the nomination, but in a very, very swing state like Arizona, where this, the Senate could be on the line, right? Whoever controls the Senate, does that potential history of lack of excitement work against him? If he's trying to run against a Republican, whether it's a far Republican or a more moderate Republican, honestly, and Anthony, there was a question in there. I can, that was the question. It was the end. 12 mm-hmm. hours later. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm here. That That's the tough thing here, right, is a lot of people who are in the House, it's hard for them to transition to that Senate um, right. campaign mode, right? Well, because- we saw it with Joe Kennedy the third fail mm, in totally. his uh, bid against Ed Markey. I guess my thought is that if I was a Democrat out there who was looking at the bigger picture, at least from like a control standpoint, but perhaps not from a policy standpoint of saying, is there going to be one vote in the Senate that determines everything? Is Ruben the person who can win that race? And to a lot of people, I think mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because they want Kirsten Cinema out and they want someone with their values potentially in. Um, but I think that's the question I would be asking myself if I was an Arizona Democrat. Kirsten Cinema ran very ran a very moderate campaign and has mm-hmm. been even more of a moderate slash sometimes you know shading right kind of a Democratic senator. So has Ruben indicated what kind of a platform he would be running on? Well, let's, I just want to be clear. Yeah. He has not said that he is running yet. No, oh, um, we're just playing okay. into the speculation. There is he a is pack considering that maybe called running. run Ruben run. run oh my run. God. I love, wait, that no. should have been the title of the episode. Anthony. Sorry, Go back. friends. Go back. Anthony's Edit. a little slow, but <laughs> um, since his name has sort of been on this short list, I would say, he started to throw some comments to uh, Kirsten, which I think mm-hmm. I just want to read you a couple of these. The only consistency about Senator Cinema's roles and positions is inconsistency. Oh, wow. Snap. Yeah, that's fire. Yep. Well, it'd be interesting to see, you know, because obviously he has to run for reelection in 2022 as a congressman. And it'll be interesting to see based on your statistic of not generating a high voter turnout if he can move that number up, which can then 
be a good indication for running in a sort of larger statewide election. Mm. And, and, and two, you know, you got to think about it. It's still two years away, which is a mm. long time. In Lock and <laughs> um, yeah. uh, they say there would be a lot of other people who would probably be running yeah. on the Democratic side for this nomination. Mm-hmm. So it does lead for a, a Republican to really come in here and potentially swoop it. I will, I will say, though, I am a big fan of Ruben. Um, he's always been on my top five Democrats. Yeah. And he just comes off as extremely authentic, which I do think yeah. is missing in our political world today. So I'm hoping that that can channel through. I think you would make a great senator. I think you would make mm-hmm. actually a really long-term senator. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think but, there's never a bad thing about having more veterans in leadership positions. Absolutely. Well, to that point, I feel like we are constantly, when we're looking at, okay, who is doing weekly bills and what are those weekly bills? I feel like he's one of the people who puts forth veteran bill after veteran bill to try and, you know, forward veteran causes to try and reform and uh, improve the VA. Just you name it. He seems like he's so well steeped in veteran policy. And it's yeah, it's one of those things that I think is great to see. So I'm going to put you two on the spot. Oh, okay. In a in it? a fight, who would win? Yeah, and, honestly, uh, we'll put Anna first. Kirsten, what's the Kirsten does Wait, triathlon. The so, the, yeah. who would you who would you rather have in there? Because there are two people on the political playlist yeah. platform. Who um, would I rather have in the Senate? Yeah, I can. Okay, I have two answers. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, you both. Can't pick both. I mean, yeah. both. I think yeah. that. I would rather have Ruben in the Senate because I feel like the amount of drama that has come around Kirsten Cinema hasn't necessarily made me dislike her, but it's made me dislike the institution a lot that I feel like to have one person be able to sort of stir up an entire party is very upsetting to me. So from that perspective, I would rather have Ruben. I would say objectively, I think one of the challenges that Kirsten Simina, Simina, hey, this Manhattan is delicious. Wow. You know, some of the bills she's put forth, like we've mentioned in the past and in various iterations of our newsletter, she's been big into trying to help spur uh, semiconductor and chip manufacturing in the state. She's been a big proponent of that. She's, She's helped the state with various COVID funding, infrastructure policy, yet she doesn't seem to necessarily be known for that. Mm. And so Mm. I think, Mm. A, she has a challenge ahead of her to sort of begin to tout the things that she's done successfully. And I would say that to your direct question, Anthony, I would favor either candidate who can prove that they're going to be more of a glass half full than a glass half empty. And if that is Ruben, then... You know, I, I think I would I would be in favor of him over Kirsten Cinema. I'm gonna leave you with one more thought though, Ooh, because okay. who's also came out publicly, who's a big fan of Rubens. I feel like Michael's gonna love this, is yeah, it's James Carville. I mean, I like, I like this guy. I like this guy, Ruben Gallego. I mean, you know, I, I don't know much about him. But, uh, and Arizona, for the 10 people know. under the age of 30 who know who James Carville is, yeah. that will be funny. He was in old school, the movie yeah. old school. I, I, have, I have no, I yeah. have no rebuttal.